0: Recording in progress.
1: I said I'm moving like a soldier move. My bitch is unapproachable. When I shoot my Uzi, man, I do that little shoulder
0: move. Uh, 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 uh. Break it down. Make a sound. Ooh, make a sound.
1: 5 a.m. Look, look. I said I'm moving like a soldier move, my bitch is unapproachable. When I shoot my Uzi, man, I do that little shoulder move. Yo bitch ain't gonna fuck with you, she stopped because I told her to. Niggas look like income tax, can't wait to get a hold of you. Yellow dress, who is you? Holler back, brought her here, uber black, send her back, over pool. She might get out of garden. pussy tail like Jama Juice. Baby mama on my body, even more than mama's.
0: Recording in progress.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another edition of This Is Recorded Podcast. I'm um, nice ambiance, nice scenery, nice guest. How are you?
1: I'm swell. How are you?
2: Good. Um. Okay. So tell me two good things and one great thing about your week. If you don't have it, I can do it myself.
1: Damn. <laughs> hey, so you just automatically assumed that I wasn't gonna have nothing. I'm okay. just
2: used to you people not being prepared.
1: Oh, not you people. Okay. You go then.
2: I don't really have nothing.
1: So you don't have shit either, okay. Um two good things. Yeah. I don't have
2: anything either. Um I can say uh that um well two good things, uh I got a new job opportunity. Well, that's one of them.
1: Congrats. With,
2: uh, really good hours and things like that. And then, uh, another good thing, uh, I got some good rest this week. Mm-hmm. Like I took naps, like I felt kind of weighted because I didn't work out or anything, but I took a lot of naps this week.
1: Yeah, it took a lot of naps. A lot, like
2: way more, rest is important.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: one great thing is uh, I feel like we're on the right track to I'm speaking to existence That we are on the right track To live the lives that we really want to live Not the lives that we have to live Due to the fact that we have to work for others right now Even though we still live a great life And it's a blessing I feel like it's going to only get greater I can feel that change coming And I'm really starting to believe in manifestation that word almost kicked my ass. What the fuck is that? Like, A E I O U did. Like, I really got that out slowly. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, tell me something about you.
1: Um. I mean, I guess I finally started a new job this week. Okay. Um. So, that was good. And. I was excited for you to get the new um opportunity, okay but kinda I guess it didn't come out of nowhere, but I mean kind of um
2: it did come out of nowhere, yeah, like, I just like, I looked randomly. Been talking about it,
1: and yeah, and I feel like he put it up there and then t- I don't know if after you talked to him, he took it down.
2: You looked again this week.
1: Yeah, like right after. Because you were talking about the hours might not be what it was because of what it said at the bottom. Yeah. So I looked again and I couldn't find it. So I don't know if he took it down after that. But, um, you know, so that kind of came out of nowhere. And then I think it's a great thing to get rest. Like even though I did feel like, you know, we should have. Worked out or whatever a little bit more. But I feel like we went on a few walks. Like, a, for but me, at least
2: two. In that weekend, though, we went on a great walk in Fayetteville. True. Because that part is no hope Because there's a lot of up and downs, and yeah. we did that shit twice. That's
1: true. So we kind of ran into feel, it. Yeah, but just getting back into the swing of, like, working and waking up early. Like, I was super tired. And then... I guess you were tired too, or maybe I made you tired, but I was like beat. Yeah. So getting rest is important too.
2: Yeah. You be talking through the lonely nights. Yeah. I always knew you were the soldier type. Yeah. Cause what we built ain't overnight. ain't never folding right even if i'm wrong or right and you know okay so um to start this off how bad is customer service right now
1: um it's pretty terrible i would say like it's bad like you can't even like go anywhere like today when we went to burger king and like you asked for an impossible Whopper because you don't eat meat and they just gave you a rec- just regular i mean
2: blocker. like it's a Whopper. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, So, like, what's the big deal? Like, yeah,
1: she didn't care. Yeah, it was... She was being weird over the little intercom anyway. Like, yeah. she asked for the order, and then you just sat there. Like, the whole experience, like, I think I'm done with Burger King now. And I never thought we would say that, because they have the two for ten. I'm not ready to say it. That's fine. Well, you'd be eating a fucking Whopper. Okay. Well, so I have to
2: do what I have to do, but... I mean, it's just like everywhere you go and I understand it and I stand with my brothers and sisters in the struggle, but it's like so fucking bad that like, I mean, if you go out... You can expect to wait, like, at least an hour, even if it's two people. Mm-hmm. You can expect your order to be fucked up, and you can... And the
1: food is not going
2: to be good. you can expect the food not to so be good. So, I anymore.
1: just want to, like, we've been, like, eating at home, mostly, but everything, like, nothing is really good.
2: So, eating at home is, like, the greatest shit in the world. Like I it, mean,
1: except for you have to, like, make it. Because sometimes you don't feel like it, and it, it's convenient to go and somebody else make it And learning it how to
2: cook is, like, I mean, it's great and all that, but the convenience... In the and the fellowship that we have. But now
1: it, it feels like it's more of an inconvenience to even go. Because, like, the people who probably have an attitude. And, you know, it's just, I don't want to be around people.
2: Yeah, and people are so fucking angry, like,
1: yeah. really
2: bad. Like, when you're coming out, like, it's just like, yeah. wow. like.
1: So anytime I think about eating out, like, if I'm by myself, like, while you're at work and I'm home. And I'm like, I would like to have... Whatever for
2: lunch, I just automatically changed my mind. Yeah, it's like, like that's why I said, like, we used to get tuna sandwiches and shit, and it was like, nah. Yeah, but they weren't mind. even that good. Like, it, this has been like this for a
1: while.
2: It's okay. been like that before the pandemic started, but now it's like complete another ass. Yeah. Like, on a scale from Plaza Hotel to Pookie in New Jack City, it's at Pookie right now. Oh my God. And it's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> but, um, you know, if you like eating out, just pray before you go, because nine times out of ten, it's gonna be bad. So another thing that's on HBO Max is insecure, so it got me to thinking, what is the best mainly black show of all time? Mm.
1: Like you mean for the time or like just in, in your
2: lifetime, what is your because Martin obviously for me is like the bar. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying It's like in most shows black shows are like sitcoms type mm-hmm. things. And unfortunately it's not like a whole lot to grow for like draw from that kicked my ass. What the fuck is that? Wow.
1: That word kicked yeah, my ass. It just kind of like <clears throat> like hit you a little what bit. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, <laughs> it, yeah, it
2: was pretty bad. But um I don't know, I just feel like there's Martin, there's the Fresh Prince. Like I didn't go off of like different world living single. Like I know these shows but like I didn't. So I was, what there, I was were you two watching, years fucking old. mad. Luck? Um, Sex in the City. Uh... You were not watching Sex <laughs> in the City. Um, no, I was watching G String Divas. Uh, okay,
1: those were not shows you just watched. Taxi Cab Confessions. Day. Oh my god. The goodness. Bunny Ranch. Real Sex. You know, Bunny Ranch came
2: out late. But Real Sex was like, hey, when they was like doing this like intimate stuff and like a nudist called me, like, hey, what? I'm here for the nasty shit. <laughs>
1: Like
2: I don't I want wanna, to see Mr. Nasty. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see some ass and titties. Man. Like I don't want to see this. Like, what are y'all doing right now? Like I don't know, man. Uh, but I don't know. I guess I have to wait until Insecure is like all the way out to I mean, judge. I don't think
1: she could do anything to fuck it up for me, honestly.
2: Okay, so basically, are we are we just going Martin versus Insecure, or you have another?
1: I mean, I never was really, like, like, I can watch the first, like, I base it off of shows that you could watch then, but you can turn around and watch, like, right now, too. And it's still just as good. So, I would, I mean, I really wasn't a Fresh Prince kind of girl. Like, I can watch anything, but, like, to really, like, watch Martin and it feels like it's the first time you ever watched it. Um, So, I guess I would say that's, like. The bar for me too, but I think the difference is, I mean, when Martin first came out, we were fucking like
2: two, years three, old. and we four, didn't know how for real. Come. Like it literally says '92 is when it aired.
1: So literally, we were like children. So I mean, we I feel like we watched it. It was As always we got funny. A little bit yeah. older. It was always funny. Yeah, and like you kind of knew it was gonna. I think I think Martin, it insecure is what Martin was for our parents, right? Like, we can relate to Insecure more, but our parents at that time could relate to In that age bracket,
2: more. too, because if you was like 40-something, 50, you'd probably like, eh, it's funny, but... Well,
1: that's not... I, don't I mean, know. Martin, Martin is kind of like universal,
2: Martin. though. Yeah, yeah, like Martin is... Like, I guess
1: when she was watching... Like, she would still watch it, but she wasn't like super old. Like, when you think about how old your grandma probably was when your parents was in their 20s, she was probably in her 40s. So, I mean, she could watch it, but you know what I'm saying? So, I just related to, like I said, Insecure is for us. Like, we can really relate to it. Like, you in your, like, late 20s, early 30s, like, getting your life together. They're talking about different stuff that we know, you know, like, different music and stuff or different experiences they had in, you know, a few years before, like, while they were, like, college age. yeah. And I feel like Martin could do that for our parents, you know, so I just feel like it might be have to be Martin just because and then once we get older, it might turn and be insecure. You know but what i But It's just
2: so it's just like watching Martin now this past like. Week or two that has been on there. It's like mm-hmm. this shit is like funnier than it's ever. It's still so funny. And you get more stuff now because you're older. Yeah. You know, it's so funny yeah. to me. Like, if I say to a kid right now, "Oh, what you hooked on phonics?" They're not gonna know what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. So just like on um, Martin, like he say certain actors, and I'm like, I mean, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's pro. It's so funny, but like for kids are insecure, they're just really not gonna get certain things, but. Yeah.
1: So I, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. I don't know. It's different because, like, Insecure is it's funny, but it's not like. It's a little a bit more
2: serious. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: not. It's about, like, it fun, has funny endings. And it's there, talking about, it's more life about real life shit, but it just happened to be delivered in a funny way. But Martin is a sitcom. Like so they want it to be funny. To
2: sum it up, it's basically that Insecure is more real life with hints of comedy. And Martin is more comedy with hints of real life.
0: Yeah.
2: Because it's like they get engaged. They have arguments. like right. Break up. He wants to better himself and have his own talk show. Like,
1: right. so it's
2: like, that's what it is. But,
1: yeah. See, and I don't know. Martin is just, like, I don't feel like Issa... I feel like Issa Rae is funny. Right. But she's not a comedian.
2: No. And he like she, is actually like he a is, comedian. Because
1: I was going to say, even, like, in his movies, like... I can watch Bad Boys, the first one, all of them really, but the first, like he's still really funny. Yeah, he
0: Like he's is. still,
1: very, like none of his movies have ever to me been like ass. Like no. So I think it's him, you know, as a, as a comedian, and that's the difference. So I mean, I don't know, they're different, but they're similar, you know, in that you can keep watching them over and over, because I've watched Insecure the whole series probably like at this point probably four time. Yeah, and it's
2: and just yeah like it you really can just quit. keep doing yeah. it. Yeah, and you know, back in the day it was like thirty episodes yeah. and stuff like that. So it was just But different. I don't
1: think I've only probably not seen like a few episodes
2: of Martin. But I think far as like to sum it up though, like Martin is probably like of all time
1: it's, yeah, it's probably Martin. Funny.
2: It's pretty Martin. But
1: they're so different though. Yeah, so Insecure is not a sitcom.
2: Yeah, it's kinda You know, so unfair. I would say
1: based on the the but if you effect put it, that, I feel like they that insecure is gonna have on the our culture, you know, like I feel like it's up there with it, but they're different.
2: But if you put insecure up against, I mean, Martin up against Fresh Prince, you're gonna pick Martin.
1: I mean, I wasn't a Fresh Prince girl, yeah, because but that more is I comedy, know, it's
2: the same thing though, because it's comedy. Mainly mixed with a hint of real life, but I don't know. uh, I
1: could watch Fresh Prince, but I just wasn't like I feel like Fresh Prince came out maybe in the 80s, even.
2: Yeah, I think it's same like 90 or 91. Yeah, so it was, I mean, like very close. And I don't
1: know if I was watching Martin in 92 or if I was like a little bit. I mean, it was
2: five seasons, so it probably went off like 97, 98, depending on how they did it. So I don't know,
1: like, I feel like. If I watch, if you turn um Fresh Prince, like it'll be an episode that I've seen before. But you don't. But I didn't like love
0: it.
2: Yeah, I remember. Which I
1: feel kind of bad about that because I like Will Smith, but yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, So I would pick Martin over um Fresh Prince. Mm -hmm. Well, you know the was who am i kidding you everything you do it every time you are my enemy you are no friend
2: of now do you have any unfair triggers and i'll go first to try to give you a summary of like what i'm talking about like for me i have unfair triggers for how i grew up far as like with christianity and certain things when people try to like Act like they're holier than thou, or they certain Christian people, but they act mean and do different things because of a stepmother that I had. Like she tried to act so sweet and so great Mm -hmm. and things like that, but like you know, she wasn't the greatest of person. So I feel like an unfair trigger of mine. Being transparent is that like I hold certain Christian people up to a certain like perfection, and if they don't reach that perfection. It's like, oh, here you are. You're a hypocrite again. And I feel like that could be like an unfair trigger to like judge them like that. Because it's like, oh, well, you claim to live this life, but you're kind of a shitty person. Mm. And I feel like that is my unfair trigger. Another trigger of mine, as you know, is when people treat me like a nigger. We're going to go into story time right now. When we were living at the apartments, we were extremely broke. We used to go to the gas station and had to get our rent with 650. We had to get two separate money orders. I think they did 500 on one and then 150 on the other one. Gave the lady the money. She tried to say I cheated her and like get out of here and shit like that and I went the fuck off to the point where you never seen me like that and you was like, "Whoa, I don't know if he's going to really like fuck this whole place up or whatever." So basically, I don't like getting treated like a nigga because I'm very proud of my blackness. And I wonder where I wear my hoodies, I wear scullies, I dress how I feel. I dress like my background and what I love. But I hate when anybody treats me like, oh, you niggas act this way. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That just really bothers me because I love blackness and everything about it. And I feel like you should be able to express how you feel through your dress and how you talk. And the way you carry yourself, but don't treat me as I'm like what you see on the TV or what you see on social media and treat me as a nigga. And then going back to the Christian thing from the stepmom, it's like I feel certain ways when like certain Christian people are not living up to a certain standards or they talking shit and doing this. And it's like you call yourself a Christian and don't even get me started about like white Christian people and all of that and how they're like straight racist, but... They're good, clean Christian people. But do you have any unfair triggers? I know it's a kind of weird question. Mm -hmm. But I I think it's kind of unfair sometimes how I could be, like, really hard on somebody that claims to be, like, of a Christian faith or something like that, and they don't live like that.
1: I mean, I wouldn't even call it unfair because it is what it is. That's your experience. And, I mean, I've experienced that, too. Like, as far as... um, like people claiming to be Christian but then you have like you you know what I'm saying? Like you have a pastor in the church, and you do certain things, yeah, and you try to say like, "Oh, the flesh is weak," or like, yeah, you know. So it's the and same. And it can thing. be,
2: and it can. No, yeah, but they you, can it, do it, it, but it, can, it just feels like the flesh
1: like, can be weak. Yeah, but you can't keep doing fuck shit and then blame it. Only. Yeah, run behind. Like me. you use that as your like yeah. escape. Yeah, you know. So I don't, I don't really like that either. Like the whole like people that are you know hit you in the head with a Bible, but then you're like doing some other shit like some really fucked up shit or like you hear stories about like the pastors and like they touching kids and like it's just a whole bunch of like weird shit that goes on yeah so it's not really unfair it's just that you want us to be a certain way you preach about this but the difference is is that these people are not God. Like you cool and I mean I guess you you know you know more than me cuz you read the Bible but I I think they even hold themselves to a certain um you know stature where you feel like you are God and you're not and then when you fuck up you you know, the flesh you, is yeah, the flesh is Everything. weak. Or, you know he's gonna forgive me, but when we fuck up, we're like the worst yeah,
2: people ever. Yeah, and and then just for me, it's like, for me, I've always lived the life of a person trying to be like you know nice to everybody, good to everybody, mm-hmm. and I'm not oh. perfect by oh. any stretch. Oh. Um, that was brought to you by my Bluetooth speaker. Oh. I'm not perfect by any stretch at all, but it just feels like. I don't deserve certain things, you know, like I, a, anybody can be corrected. Anybody can go, I mean, digging, you know, my life, you know, and that's what I want to do with my podcast because this is recorded. It's like, you know, I got kicked out at a like 18, going on 19. And it was like mainly because it was such a hatred there because of the relationship I have with my dad. So it was just like, you were like hell bent on like, Fucking me over and couldn't wait for the opportunity. So long story short, me and my dad get into it over some bullshit over like recycling, like take some recycling before work. I'm like, I I don't really want to do that shit. Like, can I do it like on a day I'm off or a different time? And like, he gets mad about it. We get into it. I'm going off like, what the fuck? Like, I just really just want to do it another time. And she uses that opportunity to, like, get me kicked out. And that is, like, a low-ass point. Like, for somebody that feels like, I mean, I do normal shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so it's like, damn, like, you re- And then for, for me being a young black man, that you would want to put me out on the street. Because that could have sent, mm-hmm. like sent me into a spiral of, like, depression. That could have sent me to a spiral of drugs. That could have sent me to a spiral of crime. Like, that could have sent me. But I'm so glad I was blessed with a strong mind to know that. My situation is not my destination. I don't think y'all heard me.
1: Oh my god! I
2: really didn't want to do you that, but it was just that like shit that. in for a while. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like yeah. you couldn't wait to get that shit off. Yeah, but don't uh, do that shit again. I won't do
2: it again. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I just really felt like you know, and that right there, like, makes me sick. That like, it always been like weird because it was like you know, you always. You know, and that's what's weird about when you have a relationship with somebody and y'all have your own kids. She always treated her kid better.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was
2: like, you know, he was doing shit that I wasn't doing. It's just that I was always looked at as the bad one. And like, because I'm not to your standards and stuff like that. And I'm not no snitch. So I'm like, I'm not going to tell what you're doing or whatever. But it's like only if you knew. But for me, it just was like, You claim to be of this Christian status and things like that, and you put me out. It just is like, damn, man. Like, that right there built a certain level of like disdain for people that claim to be. It's like a real personal thing. I'm fucking out on the street. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, like, hey, at the end of the month, I want you to figure out like what you're doing because you need to leave here. Mm -hmm. Like, that shit right there, like, fuck you up. So, Mm -hmm. I guess it's like. It's not an unfair trigger, but it can be unfair if I allow it to be. I guess that's what it is. Like, if it's something minor and I'm flipping the fuck out, which at this age, I'm past that. But I guess it's not. I guess we figured that out. Do you mean
1: unfair like it's unfair that you feel that
2: way towards them? No, towards other people. Like, if they do a little thing... I'll be like oh you like Motherfucker y'all like
1: I mean I think we all have stuff that You draw from previous experiences That you Won't allow for people to treat you a certain kind of way Like you know Nobody likes to be treated like You know a nigga or whatever Like yeah. you know what I'm saying That it, That's frustrating yeah, Because
2: you know. I, I feel like I mean we dress how we do, Y'all yeah, could go in there and fucking gold fronts Whatever but like Treat me as how we're interacting with each other. Don't treat me like you just like everybody else.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you went back and she felt dumb. and then I was embarrassed going to go on a gas station for a but couple like, years. Yeah, that was like, our, like yeah. gas I like neighborhood because I like flip
2: the fuck out, and yeah, I like but and it just, reason, it just it just mean, never. you didn't
1: have money to be fucking around, and then like you really making it seem like because you didn't count it right.
0: Yeah, you know. Thank you take
2: this, like, black shit so serious, like, about yes. empowering black people, loving black people, lifting black people up, you know, like, I may feel certain kind of ways when certain things come to me in regard to my family, people trying to hurt it or something, if it's another black person, but in the end, when I come to my senses, it's like, life is going to deal with people. I could mm-hmm. never put my hands on you or do anything to you what life is going to do to you with bad karma. Exactly. That's just gonna like work itself out. And I think yeah. that's what. And then
1: karma, I feel like karma too doesn't always work through you personally, but it could work, it could fuck around and go down to your children or your children's children. And you're yeah. like, why is this happening to my grandkids? And it's like, because you Like a they say, a person. bunch of
2: shitty dudes that treat women bad have a bunch of girls. And then, like, in return, your girls can be treated like shit.
1: But I don't even think that makes dudes that are shitty in general. They don't care. They don't even change. Like, if, if you, I've seen something that's like, would you, you know, I hope that, I hope for you that your daughter gets the same kind of man that you are. And you can take that any kind of way.
0: Yeah.
1: But if you're a shitty dude, I don't think shitty dudes know that they're shitty dudes. They do not. I think that they think like, or they make excuses like, oh, my dad was a cheater or papa was a fucking Rolling Stone or whatever you want to say. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't know. Like, it's just like, I don't think people know when they're shitty. Like, I think they really think that they're like and that's a, a good sick dude part and of, that's crazy. That's
2: a sick part of getting older is like, you realize people want to be unhappy They won't do things to fix their situation. Mm -hmm. They, like, know it, acknowledge it, tell you it, and they'll stay stuck in that unhappiness. Mm -hmm. And then you realize, I, I mean, I don't know, like, that it's just some people, unfortunately, it's a lot of family that treats you like shit. It could be mom, brother, it could be anybody. Like, you just gotta go through life and realize, like, you really have to big yourself up and fuck with yourself, like, heavy, heavy, because, like... This life can be really fucked up at times. For sure. To say it about Snoop Dogg and big up different people, but I got in trouble from you yesterday, so I'm gonna flip it. Why
1: you get in trouble?
2: Because I was like, Man, I love Snoop Dogg, man, but I want to, you know, let you know I love you and I want to big you up. I want to find different black people, different people that we really care about, and I want to acknowledge them and celebrate them. I really want to celebrate your consistency on what you want. I think that's your strongest, like, point. And I promise
1: myself I'm not going to get you so, Like, I want to slap you. <laughs> I think you. that's
2: your strongest point is that, like, in life, it really hands you shit. And what you want, you always go for it. You never, like, stop. I've seen you in nursing programs, out of nursing programs. Like, and you just... If you got kicked out this week, the next week you go on and do something else. And you just keep going. You always find a way for yourself or you find a way for me. And I think... That is great, and I mean, I think that's why I chose you to be my queen. I think that's why we're going to live this great life, get this podcast off the ground, and really change lives through the podcast, because it's recorded conversations about greatness. And I just want you to know that. And we'll continue to big up different black people or people that we're really influenced by. us. a lot of black people in my life that I'm influenced by, but uh, for the first one, we'll uh, do it you, because... It starts from you. It ends with you. It's always you. That boy is smooth, man. That boy is smooth. Do you have anything to say about your resilience for people that want something but it's always life giving them shit? What can you say?
1: Um, I mean, I just don't. I don't. I don't look at it like how you look at it because I just. I guess I'm just like okay, well this happens, so, I think black people are resilient anyway, like, I feel like that's, like, some deeply, like, you know, shit that, like, from your ancestors that you get. Um, just, like, from slavery and, like, just, black people are just like that, I feel like, so I don't feel like it's just me in general, I feel like sometimes, I feel like all people have that in them, but I feel like black people have, like, a special, like, That's just built in you. But then some people. Some black people. You don't do it. Because you too busy. Like feeling sorry for yourself. Or Mm -hmm. you too busy. um, You know just like. On some like woe is me shit. And I just didn't have time to do that. Because in my life. Like I just had like a. I mean timelines never fucking work anyway. Like I don't think anything. I ever set a timeline for. Ever like I don't think I ever got it <laughs> cuz that's not real life like yeah. you like it just don't work like that so I would say just I mean you have to want it for yourself like whatever you want if it's not working out then maybe you need to reevaluate maybe that's not for you or maybe you have to go in a different way like how for me like okay I wanted to go to a certain school and I was only applying to this school and I wanted to be an RN and this is what it was but that wasn't my journey my journey was okay this is not working so I have to be an LPN first and then I have to bridge over to RN and then I have to fucking RN to BSN like that was my journey and I mean that may be some people's you know what I'm saying like you, you're like I feel like I knew that I needed to do something else but I was so like stuck on doing it my way when that wasn't The way it was supposed to go. So just... I would say... You know, just realize that... Sometimes somebody else's journey is not your journey. You're not meant to... Go straight from high school... And do your four years and be done. Like that's not... If it ain't working out like that... Then it ain't working out like
2: that. And I think for you to break it down for people... The route you wanted to go... What you really wanted... You should have graduated in 2010. But in reality... How long it took to get there? It took to two thousand seventeen. So that's I mean, fucking seven years of like, mm, you could probably quit, you know, at any time. I guess
1: it took to seventeen to get exactly what to, I went Yeah,
2: for. the goal. But
1: yeah. yeah, I mean and it is it, what but it is.
2: it's like a lot of people is not gonna do that. And no, I No, and like, I mean
1: I had times where I mean I knew where what, what I didn't want to do. And I mean, I had opportunities to, you know, I had a job at, in medical records on a way, and that's a career. And we job still for could have, got,
2: and with you working full time, we probably still could have had the home and everything. I mean, this would have sure, been less. Because, money. I mean,
1: as a LPN, I wasn't getting paid that. I could have been getting paid that. Yeah. At in medical records, or probably more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: but I just knew that I didn't want to do that. Yeah. You know, like because I knew that. I mean, medical records was moving more towards, you ain't gonna need people in a minute. Like, everything's electronic. Like, why are yeah. we gonna need people in here?
0: Yeah. You
1: know, so I didn't want to get stuck there. But yeah, so, I mean, it took a long time, but, you know, here we go. <laughs> here we are.
2: We made it. Another new segment. I think music is a magical thing. And I think it's, like, reminds you of things that's in your life. So I want to... Name this new segment, Remember the Time.
0: How's your son? All, all, he made the team all, this year? I, he said he wasn't tall enough. All, all the glitter. is my good. Yeah, we uh, reality. I'll, I'll, I'll come what you your new girlfriend.
2: <laughs> this is family business and this is for the family that can't be with us and this is for my cousin locked down or the answers and it's just why I spit it in my song so sweet like a photo where your granny's pitching that that you're gone and hit us Super hard on Thanksgiving and Christmas, this can't be right. Yeah, Yo, you heard the track I did, man. This can't be like somebody please say grace, so I could say face and have a reason to cover my face. I even made you a I'm gonna help you to like figure out another song that means something to you that you could tell a story about. But I I guess I'll kick it off for you. When the song was out, Aliyah on a Doctor Do little soundtrack, you know, if I let this go, you know how the song goes. <laughs>
1: South. Uh huh. Can y'all really feel me? Feel us. East Coast film.
2: Feel us. West Coast feelin'. Say what? Dirty South. Uh. Here we go. Can y'all really feel
1: me, baby girl? East Coast feelin'. Uh huh. West Coast feelin'. Can you feel us? Dirty South. Dirty, dirty. Can y'all really feel me? Feel East Coast feelin'. Say what? West Coast.
2: What was going on in your life and what was your world like at that time? Well, what memory do you have of that song? Like a fond memory, because memory music brings you back. That's why music is so like wholesome. It means so much to you. So a song like that, what it, what was going on, or what do you remember so much about that song in your life? Mm, I
1: mean, I guess I was probably like, I don't know, ten maybe, which is like ninety eight, ninety seven, yeah. like young. Ninety, yeah. but um. I remember Shay and her friends, the ones who she still kind of kick it with and just got off their trip with, they, like, dre- like dressed like Aaliyah. Like, people was dressed like... Like the like,
2: Tommy Hilfiger? yeah, Like, shirt. they had...
1: Not belly... It wasn't belly yeah, shirt.
2: Yeah, you get your ass
1: kicked. Yeah, my dad wasn't doing all that. But, yeah. like, yeah, the bag... Like, the baggy pants and the... I have a picture, um
2: you to have to find that picture somebody, for podcast No, somebody purposes. put it
1: on um Instagram. I'll show you later. We shall find it. But yeah, so um I didn't get to hang out with her and her friends. I didn't want to hang out with her and her friends like that. Right. But um I remember they would let me hang out sometimes. So, or I, I don't know. Shay wasn't really like that. But like sometimes, you know how your older siblings' friends be assholes? Yeah. Or you just don't feel like being around them. But like we learned that whole dance to that video.
2: Oh my gosh. So yeah, that that's just like a mad like. So, what's another song that's very like a good memory to you, or just like a a random song that most people may not care about, but it just brings back a good memory to you? Mm. It's kind of hard. On yeah, the spot, I mean,
1: because I mean, music is yeah, like music a is lot music. For, I um, guess give me I a Destiny's
2: mean, Child song because I know y'all. Give me one of those uh, a Destiny's Child song that just brings back like a. Great memory for you. I
1: mean, me, and me, Shay, and um, my cousins, we, I mean, again, that was girls' life back in the day. Like, these kids be, you know, doing whatever and being grown. We Chip was tap. fucking making up dances. That like, was a big thing. Making up yeah, dances was a big we thing. We was making up dances and, like, you know, singing and you the lead singer. I mean, it was just so, I guess that any any girl group that was going on, like, we was making up dances to, we even made up dances to Escape. And I feel like we was real young during that time. But another um, I think about sometimes is how, you know, it's funny when you're around, like, little kids, like, and they're singing X, Y, and Z, and you're like, damn, they don't even know what they're singing. But, like, when we were young, like, we were singing some shit. Because, I mean, I can remember vividly, like, probably my earliest memory. And, like, I know we don't, you know Necessarily fuck with R. Kelly or whatever But I remember like listening
2: to Like 12 play in the car Like in my said, car my mom's seat telling me no, but my With my dad like,
1: yeah, and, like I knew the whole like fucking Like album
2: No not like okay Another story this is recorded This is a good one This feels comfortable I like the candle Like the ambiance so that, Like the little lavalier mics I might have fucked that word up What the fuck is that
1: so uh Lavalier.
2: I, I'm y'all niggas know what I mean. Oh, but um, uh another story time with Reds, how I got um this scar on my head, uh the scar of Harry Potter <laughs> um, is that when we was going up the we I lived in New York City in Harlem. Uh, between uh, 143rd between Michael Mix and Lennox for all you niggas you heard I didn't know you lived in
1: Harlem yeah
2: before I moved so we were going upstate to Rome New York to visit uh, my stepdad's mom and we got into a car accident but I remember on the way up there before I got this car we were listening to H-Town H-Town that kicked my ass too we got what the fuck is that I have that little Nardo wig, doom, 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 <laughs> doom, what the fuck was that? I'm gonna add that in there, but H-Town, Knocking the Boots was out, and I mean, come a on, unless I just thought that we, we made good love, I like all that, that shit, that video
1: really good. yeah,
2: like, <laughs> somebody rocking Knocking the Boots, like, nigga was singing the shit out of that, and like, that is so fucking ignorant, because like, alright. This is so fucking ignorant, but I remember we was listening to that tape, Hard Body going up there, and I remember when I got in the car accident, I was in the stretcher, and my cousin was uh, in the, like, ambulance with us, and I was laying down in the stretcher, and, like, he was crying, and I kind of thought it was funny, because I didn't know. Oh, that's it? My cousin Rayshard. Shout out to Rayshard. I didn't know, Aww. like, how bad it was, but, like, my fucking head was cut open. And I was like, this niggas like, crying. Like, this shit is crazy, but...
1: Yeah, it must have been pretty bad.
2: No, I mean, I still have this fucking scar. Yeah. I had 36 stitches in my head. Like, it was just crazy.
1: That's too dramatic. Like, I
2: almost, like, flatlined, like, all of that. All right, like, I'm annoyed now. Okay, it, it was I remember
1: one far. time, speaking of cousins...
0: There um, <laughs> you go.
1: Cousins crying. Story time. I had time. a cousin one time. I don't remember what the fuck happened to him. But we were all outside. Like, it was hell of us. Like, I think somebody was getting married. I feel like Poo was getting married. Um, Yeah, so it was all of us. Like, cousins from Virginia. Like, man, like, it was, like, all of It It was hell of us. Like, everybody's kids. Mm -hmm. And something happened. One of my cousins, like, he hurt himself somehow. And, um... I don't know. I guess somebody like he was asking your ass, like, "It does it look
2: bad?" That is and, the like, biggest nigga shit was for like, kids. Nigga,
1: yes, that shit looks terrible, and this nigga threw up. <laughs> Yo,
2: <Yeah. laughs> that shit is so bad. Like for real. I, another thing, you know, we just being transparent, and maybe it's the candlelight. Yes, but um, <laughs> I was fucking in the projects in Brooklyn. If y'all know, well, it's not the projects. Starlight City is kind of nice. The projects is next I'm not to familiar, so. Pennsylvania Avenue. I
1: think everything is just like the, the project. Pro- okay. Like um, New York undercover.
2: All right. Wow. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we playing baseball outside. They like, hey, don't really. You know, I'm like, I got to be the catcher. The catcher stands right behind like where niggas is swinging. So I'm like, OK, I'm going to stand right behind. they like, hey, Ray, it's like back up a little bit because like the nigga like pulls his bat backwards. He going to fucking hit you with a metal bat, too. I'm like, oh nigga, we about I'm catching the ball. That shit hit me in the fucking mouth.
1: And um, my uh, the, ball? the
2: metal bat. he swung it backwards.
1: Oh god. And
2: it fucked my shit up. I was all bleeding and we was in the fucking like elevator and I was like, ah, oh, oh, it really hurt. But in, it wasn't a big deal. That fucked me up too. Yeah, yeah I cannot. Yeah. Out. You know, I had some shit going <laughs> on. <there. laughs> but, like, uh, uh, when he, like, we were in the elevator going upstairs to get some ice, clean me up. And I was in there, and I, like, opened my mouth, like, hey, do it look bad? And they was like, yeah, and that's what made me cry. Kids are so stupid. It's so dumb.
1: Like, I, I don't
2: get it. I people don't, like, I don't know. Like, if it's a lot of blood, you know. I've never
1: been squeamish at all, but. Kids are resilient too, though. Kids because that, that sounds fucking horrible. Like you got hit in the face with a fucking metal bat.
2: Yeah, the mouth and nose. Yeah. It I got
1: hit, hit in the nose with a with a baseball. Yeah.
2: It, like it's, somebody it's like not like, funny. Pit,
1: like we was gonna try out for the baseball or the softball team, so it was like me, Shay, and like our neighbors. Yeah. And she fucking fast pitched that shit and it hit me in the face.
0: Yeah, that's I did. I,
1: mean. I don't remember bleeding, but that
2: shit hurt. That was like kind of like the martial football shit. Yeah,
1: and that's when I was like, "Fuck softball!" Like I'm not trying out, y'all. Yeah, like back in the day, out. like
2: I mean, early '90s and shit. Like niggas used to get killed playing football. Like the rules wasn't so. I never fuck with football. Mm-hmm. I would love to play now. Now I'm fucking old. Like I get hit, I will fucking break something. Yeah. But like oh, I, well, I'm know. gonna, I'm gonna do it one day. Like I want to play tackle football, yeah. but like back in them days. Didn't fuck with it at all.
0: Yeah.
2: But, uh...
1: (laughs) Let me tell you why I love it. Cause he is the truth Said he is so real And I love the
0: way
1: That he makes me feel And if I am a reflection of
0: him
2: One of my last things I wanted to talk about, too, is like babies and stuff are taught... Like, it's so crazy. They're taught everything. Like, you know, uh, racism, religion, food they like, all kind of things. But one of the great things I feel like about kids is that they're honest. They just tell it how it is. I mean, a real little kid is going to fucking fart shit, whatever, in front of you. Hopefully, you grow out of that. You need to change that. But my point is... That you're taught to lie eventually. That almost fucked me up, too. What the fuck is that? God damn.
1: Just How the fuck are you going to have
2: a podcast and can't talk, nigga? Damn. That kicked my
1: ass. That did. Maybe you need to, like, try, like, a blog. <laughs> like, you can, yeah. so
2: you can type it yeah, out. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe I could be, um, <laughs> hey there, gossip girl here. Yeah, yeah maybe I need that shit. guy. Yeah, this
1: ain't working for you.
2: This is a first and last podcast. Yeah, <laughs> it's an NFT, right. man. Damn. Dang. But anyway, my bigger point was, is like, why do you think that happens? I feel like you're pretty honest and truthful. Like, you're not like an asshole about it. But like, most of us, myself included, and I'm growing out of it. It's scared to, like, tell how you feel and just tell the truth and, like, whatever it is, it is because you really feel that way. So, you can feel that way about a situation and could be proven wrong, like, well, it's, hey, it's not really that way. I'm sorry, I made you feel that way. Or you can say that and realize that, hey, you're kind of a dick,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know? So, like, why do you think that is that so many people, the majority of people have a problem saying the truth,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like, I mean, I guess my opinion is that, like, which is stupid, but you're afraid of the consequences that, like, I mean, it shouldn't be that bad. Like, if somebody's treating you bad, you should tell them if they don't fuck with it and they choose to leave you alone, they wasn't good anyway. But I think that's the main reason. I think we're scared to tell the truth because we are afraid of the consequences. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Like, for me, like, parents of different things, like, You know, like, I've always yearned for love and affection and stuff. You know, so it was just like, well, if I say this, what if they stop fucking with me? You know, Mm -hmm. and that was a pill, like, I wasn't ready to swallow at the time. But now i have like, living my truth, and I've told my parents different things, and it's just like, okay, now they get it. You know, and now, or... Another, you know, thing that you have to learn as you get older, if you love somebody, you got to accept them for who they are. They may not never change, but you also have to set up these things called boundaries. You have to know like, okay, this is triggering me. This is making me feel some kind of way. I got to fall back a little bit or I can't put too much on them to be this way because that ain't who they ever going to be. So back to the question, why do you think people like have a problem telling the truth?
1: Well, when you say, like, when you go back to, like, how kids are, like, super, like, honest and stuff. But I think that you learn, like, from a young age that you're going to tell little white lies in your life. I feel like your parents te- start by, I feel like it starts off your parents telling you little white lies.
2: Santa Claus. As
1: far, yeah, like or that. like Easter Bunny, fucking Tooth Fairy. When you know the shit is not. Yeah. I knew the shit wasn't true, but I wanted to because it's fun. Yeah. But also, little white lies like telling you that your fucking macaroni creation is nice and you know the shit isn't nice. Like, I know for sure I can't fucking draw. Yeah. Like, and none of my shit and my mom. Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. My mom was, you know, my parents was, because you know, that would crush you. They
2: still have your ornaments and bullshit. They still keep it because it's
1: cute and it's like, oh, that was sweet. But even if it's ass. Right. So it starts off like that and then I think it starts off you tell little white lies not to hurt somebody's feelings. Right. You know, that that is what you don't want to hurt your kids' feelings. Then your kids learn like, Okay, well, I'm not I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell you the truth if you ask me something and it might hurt your feelings like you like my outfit if you don't necessarily like, you know, if you don't like it, you're not going to be like, oh, girl, you look a fucking mess. Like, take this shit off. You might like, hey, why don't you do this instead? Why? Like, you try to, like, you know, well, I that's me. I try to, like, you know, be nice about it, but tell you, like, I'm not really, you know, feeling that. But, like, why don't you do this instead? So, what
2: is the balance that you think we need to have between, like, brutally honest and not honest at all? Like, what I mean, do you I think, think you
1: should. I think honesty don't have like I think we need to like
2: I seen a you know, tweet that not, said brutally honest shouldn't be Yeah, I brutal. saw that too. It yeah. said let's
1: um what did it say? Let's
2: eliminate brutal yeah, honesty. Or like
1: yeah, let's norm it said let's normalize honesty not having to be brutal. It don't right. have to be. Right. It just you know, like, hey, this is how I feel and people don't wanna tell you how they feel either, honestly. You know, but like, it don't have to be brutal, like, bitch, that outfit is trash. But it can be like, hey, you know, you asked me, so, you know, you can say it in a nice way. Yeah. You know, but there's a difference in telling the truth and being honest about an outfit and telling the truth about something that's deep.
2: In yeah. somebody yeah. like you, gotta
1: ease into because I
2: think stuff. a lot of people know. Like even when it come to food or something like that, you be like, you know, it's good or something like that. And yeah, nigga, but people are sensitive about like, that. yeah, so you so like you'll eat it, but they'll know. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like they'll know because they'll be like, I didn't even like that shit like that. Right. So that's how it's resolved. Versus like, oh, I can't even eat that. That's not good at all. It's like damn. Like, right. I there's
1: just, a way to say. I it, just though. try because it, like, I I like, would like. Like, I don't want to know, like, I would hope that you like everything that I cook. But that's not reality. Yeah. And if you don't like it, I don't want to make this shit again. Exactly. If you didn't like it, but you'd never tell me. Yeah. But I guess I kind of know. Like like you said, if I don't like it, I'm like, mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think for us, you kind of like, yeah, I didn't even like it like
0: yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Or if it's just certain shit is like later on down the line, it's like. You like tuna helper early. I was like, I don't really like. I
1: still don't agree with that, bro. Like you got to stop with the tuna helper shit. All right, we like go. you was born with a silver spoon. If you didn't eat all the fucking help, tuna helper, hamburger helper, ch- chicken helper, we had all of them.
2: Food stamps helper.
1: We didn't have food stamps either.
2: I ain't fucking silver spoon.
1: No, but you didn't eat tuna. Tuna. Help. We need to give that another go. Because Tuna Helper is fucking good.
2: Okay, if y'all in the comments right now, I'm sending Tell you five, some
1: peas. In I sent
2: you a $5 cash app.
1: make you a whole meal? You was rich. I remember Pooh one time we was up at her house and she made like Hamburger Helper, but threw a whole bunch of extra shit in there. Like she put corn and like fucking, and she called it Boom Chakalaka.
2: <laughs> Shout out to Stuart Scott. Rest in peace. I fucked that up too. Wow. Oh.
0: What the fuck is that?
2: I can't even rest in peace, somebody properly. It's time. Are
1: you nervous?
2: A little bit. Okay. I hate
0: ugly. Yeah,
2: but um, I guess with like how we ended, I guess I could. I'm trying to figure out the podcast and make it because this podcast is gonna be great. It's gonna go and do great things, but I want to end it on like, what happiness will you apply in your life? going into this week what new things and what positive thoughts do you have going into this week
1: um i mean i don't know if i have anything like super specific but just i i try to be as positive as possible like just you know like not having too many negative like thoughts and like not really trying to you know talk shit about people or whatever and just I guess like how you've kind of been chilling out on like social media and stuff like it's not really that important to me. I do like to cause on my I feel like social media is what you make nice yeah because like I have like funny stuff on mine and I I specifically click on certain yeah. people's stories because I know your shit is gonna bring some light to yeah. my day. What I've been doing
2: lately is like quickly clicking on the search. And, like, certain people I like to follow, I'll, like, go to theirs Mm -hmm. because I know they're going to say something either, like, knowledgeable, Mm -hmm. even if it's a serious situation, or they're going to make light, or they're going to drop a jewel on me or something. Mm -hmm. But when you just scrolling, like, the just scrolling things become so toxic because you can see something you don't want to see. And another thing is, like, comparison. Like, if you see people that have more than you or have something you want or... They seem happy because Instagram social media is all the highlights. Some people choose to tell more and tell mm. some deep dark stuff, but for the most part, they only showing stuff. like the perfect parts of their life, and everybody. Right. And
1: like, I mean, why would you show the parts of your life that are not glamorous? That's kind of fucking weird. That would be like, yeah, some that is a person who I would not click on your. Shit, some
2: people though, do it
1: for attention.
2: Most people do it for attention, mm-hmm. and some people do it to free somebody else. And I feel like mm-hmm. it's good when you free somebody, if you tell a story about abuse or this or that, like, mm-hmm. if you want to free somebody that, like, damn, like, you said that, and I would never say that. Like, mm-hmm. I had that fucked up situation, too. I think you could create a beautiful bond with somebody. Yeah,
1: that. but I feel like people don't do it like that. Like, no. If you are doing more, it, yeah. if you're doing that to free somebody, most people, like, y'all are trying to, like, victim. Like, what do you call it? Like, bo- like you're bonding. Trauma bond. bonding. Yeah, trauma bonding. It's bo- weird. Like, that's weird. It's weird. weird. Like, 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 okay, your mom used to beat your ass. My mom hit yeah. me with this Like, yeah. I don't like trauma
2: bonding is, like, too, like, Motherfuckers now, like, more young people, my toxic trait is, why the fuck do you want to, like, glorify I mean, I can see those
1: and see, I find the the funny ones.
2: Yeah, those can be funny, but some motherfuckers are serious. Yeah, my my
1: toxic... Like, this one girl posted, um, our favorite follow. Yeah. She posted today, like, y'all ever been... It was a repost, but y'all ever been, um chilling with a dude and, like, his real girl pop up or some shit. Like, who the fuck... Pro- and people Whoa. was in the comments, like, yeah, that happened to me. Like, specifically telling, like, stories about... Whoa. And that's crazy to me. Um, that's trauma Also,
2: Also, trauma bonding right now. Yeah. One of my favorite artists in the world, Summer Walker, but... The trauma bonding of, like, bro, having bad niggas. Like, in this, like... Yes, you
1: knew that. You motherfuckers be
2: thinking that shit is cute. Like, and wondering why. Like, damn, like, why can't I find, like, a... D- like, they don't want to If you niggas. have a fucking song called Fourth Baby Mama, what, like...
1: That album is fucking amazing, though. Great music. But...
2: It's just like, you also, know, like yeah,
1: they left everybody people do not want a good clean. Uh, another really
2: another thing of growing older is that you realize you no know, people. I mean, the weirdest shit to me, and I think it broke me within the pandemic and stuff is really realizing that some people just want this miserable, unhappy, not good bad dude mm-hmm. great makeup sex and all this bullshit like mm-hmm. they want that in their life because that's like, what
1: that's what they show on love and hip-hop that's, that's what, comfortable i don't even know if cash dogs on love and hip-hop i don't think so but whoever is on love and hip-hop yeah that's what they want but that, it, it's they just, argue it's with just, their baby daddy they want to be um they want to be danny lee yeah,
2: you know, like I mean, shit like that, and then and they'll probably end up back together. But it probably you know? have
1: been definitely.
2: Yeah, but it's just like you know, it's everything is funny, and I'm all for the jokes. I love the memes, all of that shit. But like when we get down to like the object and the meaning of life, and like what it is, it's about experiences, and it's mm-hmm. about making great memories. That's why I think the best thing you could spend your money on is travel and spending time wisely having fun we have karaoke nights we have this we have that and it's so cool when you travel like hey do you remember we was in this island and this happened and it's something stupid because i could buy a chain i could buy a car i could get a home but none of this shit don't mean nothing Mm -hmm. but you know what i'm saying like when we you know leave this earth all we have is the memories you know what i'm saying like so it's like you know you want to have these good memories with people. Like, if I, I, you know, you see the movies, you have a son or these rich kids, they bought them everything, but they never spent no time with them. Mm-hmm. But like, hey, my dad ain't really have shit, but he taught me how to fix the tire. He threw the football with me. He taught me like, be better than me because I grew up shit mm-hmm. and I might not have enough shit, but I'm going to give you, I'm not going to let you know we poor. I'm not going to let you know we fucked up. You know, that's why you see these basketball players and shit, Kevin Durant, you know, my mom's the MVP because it's like, you know, we was really fucked up Mm -hmm. and you made it seem like we wasn't, you Mm -hmm. know, even though I knew it felt different. And, you know, I think we need more people to be MVPs of their life than just, you know, take over their life, control that shit, control your thoughts, control your passion because your thoughts become things and you know, you got to really get in your head. Like, I'm going to be great. I'm going to get past this. I think it's important to feel your feels, but you cannot stay in that. Because staying in that becomes you and it becomes dangerous. And whether that's getting help or talking to somebody. But do things that make you happy. I think uh, something that's big for me is have something to look forward to. A vacation is something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Or like, hey, on even if you can't do a vacation on this day, we're going to play Connect 4. On this day, we're going to... Paint. Like, I've been fucking painting. I can't paint or draw like that, but, like, I enjoy it. You gotta, you know, it's not always about money because all of this shit can be gone. Like, because if I could give you a million dollars but never be in your life again, is that really a gift? Or is that, like, damn, like, you know, we have these great memories, but I could give you this money that changes your life. I just can't be in it. Would you want that?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And this is recorded.